0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. And like I told you Last week, recruiting is not going to be the bread and butter of this podcast. It's just not something that I'm going to cover on a daily basis. However, the weekend that Ole Miss just had on the recruiting trail is impossible to ignore. They called it Juice Fest. Yeah, yeah they named a recruiting weekend after Lane Kiffin's uh, new lab puppy. It seemed to have been really successful. So Juice Fest this weekend gave Ole Miss a string of high-quality commitments. So we'll talk about that today, again, on the podcast called The Rebel Report. I am Michael Borky. By the way, a little programming note. I didn't know this until over the weekend. It wasn't announced or or emailed to us, but now we know that Ole Miss is going to start training camp on Wednesday. Ole Miss will start training camp on Wednesday. You'll have the little in-house media day thing where Elaine Kiffin is going to be very annoyed with having to talk to the media after just answering the same questions like two weeks ago. But that's okay. If anything cool or interesting comes out of Old Miss Media Day, I'll have that for you here. But, yeah, guys, two days. I guess, I guess it's two days. Two days until Old Miss begins training camp. That is on Wednesday. Training camp begins. Football is here The Hall of Fame game is Thursday, so like actual, like a game, even though it's a scrimmage game, but still, like this is, we're here. Football's here. You have football on your television every week until the middle of February, starting Thursday. It is a great time. I'm very happy that you guys are with me, and I hope that uh, maybe that news made your day. So that'll be on, on Wednesday if anything interesting happens, but they will begin training camp. Uh, We'll talk about storylines and stuff later this week about that. Obviously, everybody's focused on the quarterback position, but that is not uh, the only thing that is worth looking at and talking about when it comes to this team. But it's here. Training camp is here. Uh, Fewer previews, more talk in actual football. But before we get into the commitment weekend, or the recruiting weekend they just had, a handful of commitments, high-quality ones, As well, I want to remind you a couple of things. First, if you are listening to this podcast in browser, you want to subscribe to it, I promise. It's way easier to do it that way. Get your phone out, find your favorite podcast app, whichever one is automatically on your phone, because that's how it works now. Search Rebel Report, hit subscribe, and if you like what you hear, leave a rating and a review. I would appreciate that very much, but either way... Find this podcast wherever you get them. Also, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, Michael Borke, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Follow me or like the pages there. And this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website if you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, and you are in the market for office technology. So uh, a range from copiers and printers and mail machines to phone systems to cloud storage or data security. If it's technology and it's in your office and you or your company needs it, absms.com is the website. You tell them I sent you. You get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll come out give you an assessment and a quote on me. Absolutely free to you. Absms com. Also, the podcast is brought to you by LB's, uh, LB's Meat, just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. If you are cooking with meat, there is no better place in this state to get it. Again, it's right there, right in Oxford, across from Kroger on University. They got daily lunch specials Monday through Friday. Uh, so if you don't feel like cooking, let Greg and the good people there at lunchtime do the cooking for you. But if you're going to be cooking with meat, uh, go by. When you see them, tell them I sent you. They'll hook you up. LB's, just across from Kroger on university in Oxford. Okay. So first of all, uh, Ole Miss right now in the recruiting class, looking at recruiting rankings this time of year is a very stupid thing to do. It's a very, very stupid thing to do. Uh, I know people around here did that. What was it, last year, a couple years ago? Time is running together, where Ole Miss is recruiting ranking in the summer was made to be uh, a big deal, and it shouldn't be. This time of year, looking at recruiting rankings is a little bit silly. For example, Arkansas has the number 13 class in college football, the number 13 class in college football, right? That sounds like they're doing really, really well, and they're doing fine. It's a very nice class filled with 23 players, and seven of which are four stars. Seven of the 23 are four stars. Ole Miss right now, currently, has five four-star recruits. So Arkansas has seven. Ole Miss has five of their nine commits. So think about that. The ratio of – blue. Or Bud Elliott does the blue-chip ratio thing. Ole Miss is above 50% in their class – Arkansas is below 33% in theirs. Texas Tech, for example, is number 16 in college football. They have 23 commits, and only two of which are four-star. Cincinnati, 21, three of which are four-star. Louisville is number 18. They're, they're actually really committed in the NIL game and, and doing a good job of it. Northwestern's got a top 20 class, 20, though, commits in the class. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. That's why you don't read into recruiting rankings this time of year. Because Ole Miss right now is ranked number 57 on 24-7. And there are dozens of teams in front of them who I would trade classes with right now. Without a doubt, I would immediately trade classes with right now that are ranked far, far, far. Ahead of Ole Miss. So that that, uh, most of you probably knew that already. Ole Miss is probably going to add a lot of players via transfer portal. Again, that is their strategy. I think it's a sound one. They're going to stick to it. And I think that they should. Um, Point is, when people do the recruiting ranking thing in the summer, this is why you shouldn't. However, Ole Miss had an exceptional... Uh, recruiting weekend this weekend. They called it Juice Fest. Uh, Lane Kiffin's dog was everywhere, and and the recruits seem to have loved that, which I said this last night on a stream, not to derail the whole conversation um, on, on the mascot thing because apparently Tony the, uh, the shark is being phased out or, or is already gone. Here's what Ole Miss needs to do. You don't change the nickname. You keep everything the same. Ole Miss Rebels, all that. But what they should do, and this is just my opinion, but I think this is a pretty good idea. Labs, partner with a service dog charity that either um, works to get PTSD support dogs for veterans or uh, support animals for children like that have uh, epilepsy. Which is an incredible thing to see, by the way, when, when a child has, has sadly has a seizure. I've only seen videos of examples, not not the real life version. But so you have somebody that's like faking a seizure and the dog knows how to position their body so they can uh, be more comfortable while it's happening. Uh, those kind of dogs or, or the ones that go and visit uh, like cancer hospitals to to boost morale for, for the young kids fighting cancer something like that. Partner with a service animal charity and have your mascots just be a fleet of labs get a black lab a british lab a silver lab a yellow lab and just and on their body strap the uh the the promo for whatever charity that that you want to partner with and rotate them if you want to and, and to help raise money and bring awareness to service dog charities in in all of its forms and that be your mascot, because everybody loves labs. They are the coolest. They're the best dogs. You can't be made fun of for it. I mean, think about it. Oh, what are you, the old Miss Labs now? Yeah. A Labrador Retriever is an awesome animal, and everybody loves it, and you making fun of it makes you sound like an idiot. So, yes, be the old Miss Rebels, but have a bunch of labs running around the grove and have one on the sideline. Maybe you can have juice. I don't know. Either way, that's I had that idea months ago, and this Juice Fest thing uh, just affirmed what I thought. Everybody loves Lane Kiffin's dog because it's a lab, and labs are awesome. They they even had like the the light up letters that said Juice Fest on the field and stuff. I mean, they made a recruiting weekend about his dog and like these bad for my language these these badass cars in the stadium, and they did the photo shoots and all that stuff. Whoever is pulling the strings in the creative department at Old Miss recruiting is doing a really good job. It is—it's fresh, it's original, it's—it's it's unique to to them. I don't know if it's Lane Kiffin. I don't know if it's somebody that works for him. I don't know who's making the decisions. But uh, who else would center or, or name a recruiting weekend with graphics and everything after a dog? Like who who would do that? Um and I, I'm not talking about like after the bulldogs I'm talking about just after the coach's dog who would do that o- Ole Miss does that and it it worked uh, the, the posing in front of you know super expensive $250,000 cars or whatever who else does that nobody it, it's all it seems like everything else is cookie cutter and what they're doing is unique and they stand out and it's really cool so whoever's involved in that is uh It's doing an excellent job, but they got a bunch of commitments this weekend. Uh, Jamarius Brown, a four-star from Moss Point defensive end. Uh, That's a massive, massive pickup for Ole Miss. According to 24-7, he's the number five player in the state. I have seen people say that he's even better uh, than that. He's a national top 250 guy. He committed uh, a few days ago. Uh, You also had another commitment from another four-star, Neo Avery. He's from up in Maryland. That's also a four-star edge. He's the number six player. In Maryland, he's uh, number two sixty-seven nationally, for what it's worth. But he is a four-star, uh, as I'm looking at twenty-four-seven right now. Uh, those, uh, Ole Miss has done a really good job in, in the Northeast. Uh, Chris Partridge has a lot to to do with that, but either way, so you got two edge guys, uh, four-star edge guys uh, over the weekend. Really impressive. You got. Uh, another commitment uh, from a tight end that apparently they believe uh, has an incredibly high upside, uh, Javante Connor. He, he's from North Carolina East Forsyth in, in North Carolina. Um, he is a, a three-star player, but apparently people are um, incredibly high on his upside. And you shouldn't turn your nose up at three stars anyway. I, you know, I, I've got to remember that what five percent of no. Was is it like 1% of all high school players are ranked three-star or better? Something like it's crazy. It's a crazy, tiny number. So even three-stars are high-level players. I, I get caught up in that. But um, anyway, sorry. Uh, they, they believe, as far as I understand it, that he is a high, high-ceiling uh, caliber player and that his ranking doesn't reflect uh, what kind of ability he can have. Uh, they also got an offensive tackle commitment. Uh, From Isavian Miller, Uh, he's from Southwest Mississippi Community College. Uh, Not rated currently on 24-7. There are apparently some questions whether or not that would be a preferred walk-on candidate situation. Apparently it's not. It's a full scholarship deal. They they really like him. Ole Miss is going to be uh, going through some growing pains on the offensive line next year. I mean, if you look at the roster right now, those bodies, there's going to be fewer of them. (laughs) after this season so they really need to do well uh, in recruiting and in the portal on the offensive line so those are the four guys four guys that Ole Miss got uh, this weekend in recruiting and again they only have nine commitments right now in the class that is a small number because they're only going to sign a small number of high school players in this class however the ratio which is the most important thing and if you've never heard of the blue chip ratio or blue chip index, whatever you want to call it from 24-7, nobody in modern college football in the recruiting rankings era has won a national championship without having over 50% of its roster, a four or five star player, nobody. Uh, there's only – there. I think there's 16 teams this year that have a blue chip index that is above 50%, and that list is much smaller for teams that can actually compete for and win a title. But still, um, that to me is the most important thing here, not where they're ranked right now. Because if if Lane Kiffin wanted to fill his entire class today, he could with high school players. He absolutely could. He, he could have 23 players in the boat right now if if he wanted to, and, and that would be fine. And, and some people – would celebrate that, and you'd have articles written about Ole Miss's recruiting ranking like you're seeing from Arkansas. But if you told me to pick one class over the other, I would take Ole Misses right now because the majority of the players are blue-chip prospects, and that is how you win in the SEC. You don't just fill classes uh, to fill classes with guys from areas that you're nearby to appease fans or whatever the case may be. Um, you, you don't do that you get talent from wherever you can get it and however you can get it. And, and here is another example. If you just pulled up recruiting rankings and you had to scroll and scroll and scroll and you found Ole Miss at 57, you would think, mm, Lane Kiffin's not doing a very good job right now. And that's just not true. That's just really not true. This was uh, a very significant weekend. Uh, Ole Miss recruiting is going very well. Talent acquisition more so than recruiting, is going very, very well. And uh, long story short, don't read into recruiting rankings this time of year. I started with that. I'll uh, I'll finish uh, with that. 57, I would take a few dozen. I would trade with a few dozen classes if I were them, ahead of them. Anyway, so media days on Wednesday, or media day on Wednesday, training camp begins. All eyes will be on the quarterback battle. I have not seen a list of what practices will be open and which ones will not. I can't imagine there will be many open, but I will let you know, and uh, I'm going to try to get to some of those as uh, as well. So, good recruiting weekend for Ole Miss, no doubt. Uh, momentum is certainly in your program's favor uh, right now uh, in a lot of a lot of ways. And now camp is here. Also, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Kudos to you guys. Um, According to uh, Michael Katz at the Daily Journal, good guy, by the way. Really good guy. um, Ole Miss has sold 38,000 full season tickets. So that does not include students. That does not include um, the van, even though that's just a few hundred. And does not include uh visitor allotment Ole Miss has sold 38,000 full season tickets so far they sold 32,000 all of last season so they're 6,000 season tickets ahead of they were last year and that does not include the people that will buy the flex passes and, and stuff like that I was wondering maybe worried is more of the the appropriate word what um what college football specifically in this state would look like attendance-wise because of the current state of the economy. Um, I don't think it's political to say that everything is more expensive for you. Ask me how I know because I'm in that boat with you. Um, I was wondering if that would lead to people not buying in. And maybe people still don't go to the actual games. They just have tickets, but it's still all of this economic – Hardship keeps people away from the actual stadium. Maybe that happens. But truthfully, I was surprised uh, to see that number and impressed. Um, you guys are buying into a winner. This would be a, a much different sell if the program wasn't so exciting. But I was truly impressed with, uh, with that number and, and how you guys have, have bought in despite what's going on uh, around the country. That was really cool to see. Because to me, what separates college football from, from the NFL, and it's the atmospheres, it's the environments, it's the feel. And I was worried that that was going to be going away. And kudos to you guys for not letting that happen, at least on paper anyway. So that number, I wouldn't be surprised if it's up over 40 uh, before the season begins. I'm sure they can crank out another couple thousand of those before the season begins. Um, plus all the flex passes and stuff, you've got a really good chance uh, to have pretty great environments even for the lesser games this year, and that is a really cool thing. So uh, congrats to you guys. It's pretty cool, and um, I respect it for sure. So anyway, there's your shout-out for the day. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back with you on Wednesday. Training camp begins media day uh, with you on Wednesday. I'll see you guys then.